T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour of this little shindig on a Thursday. By the way, one of my Saturday six-pack picks is tonight. Remind me to give you that before we leave the airwaves. But I mean, I mean, it's it's the West Virginia. No, it's not. No, 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 Christopher, no. Of course, no chance. I'm putting no. Pete's gonna. What's the other game? Like Idaho State and. If you think I am Wyoming if, if you think I am entrusting telling the public uh, to put their money on West Virginia or Virginia Tech tonight, you're crazy. I, I wouldn't even take Eddie Harding's money, my good friend and Virginia Tech uh, alum. I would not even use his money to to bet on Virginia Tech or West Virginia tonight. No, I, no. I mean, I mean, the other game is – I mean, there's two other games. There, oh, okay. So, Co- Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, and, Georgia right. State. So, at least that's a relevant game because Coastal Carolina has obviously done a, a, a nice job. Okay. So, we'll get to that before the um, end of the show. I actually think Virginia Tech is going to win tonight. Ooh, at home. Look at you calling your shot. I think they muck it up. Special teams, defense, well, here's grind the thing. it out. Here's keep, the thing. Keep West Virginia's offense off the field One a little bit. One coach is just starting out his tenure, so there's no pressure. The other coach is yeah. virtually on the verge of being well, fired. And, so, and you said that earlier in the show. So maybe I should go with the more desperate pants on fire type team. Uh, maybe I should do that. Maybe uh, Washington should have their pants on fire. Well, here, th- that's one thing that I want to get into, mm-hmm. whether we can get into it today or, or, or tomorrow. And we've kind of touched on it uh, about the slow starts and the terrible first halves. You know, like at some point, have some freaking urgency on all sides of the ball. I know what you said about the two touchdown drive. Great. That was awesome to see against Jacksonville. It obviously wasn't there against Detroit. Have some freaking urgency on Sunday. You know, it's perfectly legal to score first and actually hold them from scoring. It's perfectly legal to come out strong when you should be at your very best in all three phases. Perfectly legal. I would agree with that. And by the way, Ron, if you don't come out of the draft next year with either Henry Tuotowo Justin Flo or Trenton Simpson, um, we're gonna have we're gonna have words. We're gonna have to do a film session on all three of those guys because I have no idea. They're all linebackers. Okay, so you gotta come all out right. of there with one of them. There you go. Preferably Toa Toa and Flo. That way you get an inside and an outside backer. Just all, all I care about is a they get an upgrade and b that I can pronounce the name. Uh, well, that's a good thing. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Plenty of you out there. Let's rock and roll. Number five. That would be where Paul E. Dangerously is residing in the beautiful seven five seven. What's up, Paulie? 
Hell to the W. What's going on, my guys? Oh, he, so- he sounds depressed today. What's up, Paulie? Rufio. I, nah, man, you know, I ain't depressed, but what's real depressing is how y'all keep walking into uh, Sabah's trap every day. <laughs> you heard what I said. I said, I don't, I don't even know where we were going with that. So, I, I mean, she I, knew where she was going, right? Well, right. But, 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 but how would you, wait, 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 wait. When you say we walked into the trap, I mean, we take the call because she's good for the radio show. She genders response. Right or uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? She gets response. Solicit. She Solic- elicits response. Elicits response, not gender response. Uh, no. She elicits response. People care about what she says for whatever reason, right? Um, I don't think we allowed her to set an agenda or 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 whatever without pushback, did we? No. Oh, did we lose Paul? Did got the hit. phone monster get him? Paulie got hit by the fifteen minute the clock. The cookie monster and, by the and way, lives I, in, in terms of the phone I'm gonna, monster. I'm gonna be reasonably close to Paulie's domain November seventh. I got doubleheader action in William and Mary. Women at five minutes seven. So I might have to push a little further down I sixty four. Wait, is that basketball? That's basketball season, yes. Basketball mo- starts on November seventh? Monday night doubleheader at William and Mary. Oh my so. goodness. Is he back? I mean, Matt? can we wait okay. until like Thanksgiving or something? All right, let's go to line six. Cliff's in DC. What's up, Cliff? Yeah, good morning. Um what Paulie, I guess, was saying was when Sabal was on the phone, everybody else is on the phone, and everybody gets hit up with that 15 minute clock. When Washington's on offense, I like to see Washington spread the Eagles out to try to create space. Because it seems like when the Eagles. Uh oh, Demar. No, you're, you're here. Good. You're here. We got oh, you. Oh, it seems like uh, when the Eagles play together, they got, they got help. Um, to uh, tackle someone, but um, I think if you can spread the Eagles out and make one person have to make that tackle as sleek and quick as our receivers are, they may can get away and create some big plays. And on defense, I would like to see them for once move Cole Holcomb away from the mic, put him back at outside where he was at, and start John Bostick in there with Davis and Holcomb and go to a traditional 4-3 since you want to spy Jalen Hurts. In case Davis miss out on Hurts, Bostic shouldn't miss out because Bostic should be fresh of all the three because he hadn't played a game yet. And I see back and listen. You know, Cliff, that's not a terrible idea, believe it or not. I, and I know Bostic's got limitations in his game right now, but you know what, though? The one thing I can count on John Bostic to do, be where he's supposed to be. Now, physically, can he go tackle somebody enough uh, still at this point? That remains to be seen. But you know what? He's going to be in position. He's a smart football player. The coach is never going to say John wasn't where he was supposed to be. And if we got somebody there, we got a chance. That's that. We got somebody there. We got a chance. That's all I'm saying. You know what? With Cole Holcomb. And I thought Cole Holcomb was just meh. And that might be nice on Sunday. Ran himself out of plays. And I mean, he's look, it's sometimes mistakes or mistakes of effort. And I think right now that's what it is with Cole Holcomb. And you know Chris is a linebacker. If you run yourself out of a play by two yards, that's all it takes to create a running lane for NFL backs uh, at this level. And right now, I think in his quest to make plays, sometimes he's running himself out of plays. It's one of the the biggest pieces of kryptonite for any linebacker, running yourself out of a play. Paulie's back. What's up, Paulie? 
right, all right, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, y'all need a, a, a corrections recorder, right, like when when, the, when they call from the jail. You got a minute left in your call. Oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, but you talking about Kohoku. No, Kohoku's trying to play middle linebacker like an outside linebacker, man. You got to attack the blocker. You got to attack the hole. He doesn't do that. You know, it's just a microcosm of his whole team. It's soft. You know, and, and that's my whole point. Going up against Philly, man, you can't be gimmicky. You got to stand toe-to-toe with these yes. dudes and do the fundamental stuff right. Yes. You got to do the fundamental stuff. Y'all talking about that jet sweep earlier. You know why that jet sweep was effective? Because we undisciplined on defense. They seen it. Hey, you know what? Nobody's holding ground on that backside. So we're going to hit him with a good jet sweep. That's why I was so wide open. Nobody was there because the defense is undisciplined. And when it's undisciplined, it goes back to coaching, and then it goes to player execution. You know what I mean? If the coaching ain't coaching it, the players ain't going to execute it. You know, if the coaches are coaching it and the players are not executing it, they get them out the field. It's simple. But we don't do the fundamental stuff right. That's what pissed me off so much about Ron and his analytics stuff. You want to get all hot tech and analytics, but we can't do the fundamental stuff right. We got to punch these dudes in the mouth. We got to stand toe-to-toe with them and punch them in the mouth and get in the fight. And if we lose the fight, fine. But let's not try to run away and turn around and punch them at the same time. Paulie, you're, you're absolutely right, Paulie. What does the, what's the one thing the bully hates? Getting punched in the face. The bully, hate, the bully hates that. You know, as soon as some kid in the cafeteria punches the bully back, guess what? The bully doesn't bully anybody anymore. He bullies you and gets away with it and keeps doing it because nobody punches him in the face. Even if you can't do it in the cafeteria, even if you can't throw the chocolate milk back at him in the cafeteria because you might get suspended, I'll tell you what, that bully does that on the sidewalk. That bully's going to get punched in the face one time. I'll be darned if he's going punch to punch me again. He might hit me a couple more times, but I'm going to punch him back. I'm going to punch him back. Okay, I'm going to go off Ralph Macchio on him. Karate Kid. I'm going to give him the flying crane. I'm going to kick him upside his jaw. And guess what? I guarantee you he doesn't try to come get my lunch anymore or my milk money anymore. So go punch the bully in the face. Philadelphia is walking in here with, look, they're bringing busloads of people to your freaking stadium. Busloads. Not a bus. Busloads. Because they think they can come in here and run roughshod in your house. I need somebody to step up and punch them in the face on Sunday. And as Chris said, don't wait till 140. Do it at 102 on the opening freaking kickoff. I don't care if Joey Sly kicks it out of bounds. The first eagle you see legally hit his ass and let them know you're there. Don't wait for Jalen Hurts to punch you in the face and then react to it. Let them know you're there. Let them know that the maroon and white is there. You remember that line from Slapshot? I do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Got to put on the foil, coach. Yeah. Let them know you're there. Let them know you're there. So the, uh, uh, special the way, teams. Essek, set that's the your tone. homework assignment this weekend is to get me like you need more to do. Get me a bunch of slap shot drops.
just so I could laugh and think that they're funny because I'm the only one that, and well, Pete, Pete sort of remembers from 78 how funny that movie was. Send Troy Apke down there like a human missile and let him just barrel into some dude. Let him know you're there. Let him know you are freaking there. Put on the foil, Jack. Okay. Troy. <laughs> Come on, Defoe. Put on the damn foil. Let's go to line one. Let's get Mitch in New Jersey. He might be on one of those buses coming down with those Philly fans. What's up, Mitch? Let him know you're there, Mitch. How's it going, Pete? Pete, Chris, thanks for taking my call. What's up, Mitch? I don't know about that. I think my days of going to these big crowds. I'm staying home. Yeah, I don't blame I can't you. even watch on TV. I'll, I'll, well, I'll filter. I'll have the game in Philly. But um, I'm hoping that defense line, we have a lot of good uh, high draft choice, and our uh, defense line can stop hers. And I guess the uh, Eagles knew what they were doing, letting uh, Wines go. This guy, I, I didn't believe in Jalen Hines. I didn't like him. I thought he was okay, but he's looking pretty good. Him and two up, turning around. I just hope our guys can stop him, keep him in the pocket. Uh, he's looking better than Murray. Hello? Hertz is looking better than Kyler Murray, you mean? I said he's looking better. I mean, I would still take Kyle Murray over. Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, get the tell you what, I mean, both he, dudes looked apart on Sunday, yes, man. But but here here's the one thing. Now I'm not a Kyler Murray guy, but I mean, I, I gotta say that comeback. Now the, the Raiders' defense is suspect, especially in the secondary. But I tip my cap. I mean, when I you know look, I, I want to see it, more of it before I I buy into it. But I tip my cap. They were great uh, when he had to be great. And that the one thing about Kyler Murray that I do think is different right now about Jalen Hurts is Kyler Murray has always been more thrower than runner. Hurts is still getting there. To like to Pete's point, he's getting better at being more thrower than runner. He's not there like Kyler Murray is. Now, there's other things I can pick apart about Kyler Murray's game, but somehow Kyler Murray, as diminutive as he is, has managed to stay healthy and has managed to be a thrower and is generally, from what I've seen over the course of his career, more accurate than I thought he was going to be in the NFL. That's just me. Let's go to line two. Lou's up next. What's up, Lou? Pete, man. What's going on, Chris? Y'all are fired up. Yeah. What up, Lou? I like when Pete gets fired. I like when Pete gets fired up. I, I, the the times that he does, I, I somehow try and shut off my microphone and just let him rock and roll. You did that, man. You you obviously did that because he was going off for like five minutes. But um, look, man, like you guys been saying, man, you gotta come out there, hit these guys in their mouth, man. You gotta punch back. You can't let them, you know, do what they did on Monday night, man. If you got any fights in you, I mean, this is the type of game you want to, you know, you want to make you want to make sure you send a message, man. If you want to, you know, if you're trying to be that team, but you know. <laughs> It's hard for me to try to, you know, I don't know. I I, I can't. I, I just I I don't see it in this team though. It's hard, you know. We've seen them. I mean, they they go out there act like they don't know what they're doing. I mean, they they can't do the fundamental like Paulie say fundamental things, man. They can't do the basic thing right. So, you know, we could scream our lungs out, whatever, whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's about you know this coach. And the defensive coordinator having these guys, you know, playing in the right position and, you know, things like that, man. The little things. If they do the little things and then, you know, at least put on a little fight and then, you know, we'd be satisfied if they lose a the game. It's okay. 
But if they, you know, if we keep coming up on on the radio and keep talking about the same thing over and over, missing assignment, this guy not covering this guy, whatnot. So if they do that, and then man, it's gonna be a long season, man. They better get their act together now. If not, man, I don't know, man. This is it's 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 hard, man. They making it hard for us to be a fan. Period, man. But other than that, man, I appreciate y'all taking my thanks, call, Luke. Man. Appreciate it. Let's go to line Very seven. Clear. Jeff is up next. What's up, Jeff? Man, Pete off the top rope with the salt in one hand and the razor blade in the other. Hey, man, I love Mr. Fuji, so I got plenty of that salt. Where I, I got plenty of that in my reservoir. <laughs> it sounded a little hot under the collar. So, I, got, but, I got plenty of it in my veins, I can tell you that much. <laughs> but, you know, talking about struggling QBs and struggling offenses it is not in, in endemic to – to the commanders right now. Uh, Mr. Burrow had to come out and lay out the uh, Rogers relax comment yesterday. So um, worst case scenario, they try to come out Sunday, punch the, the Eagles right in the face and Gibson puts a ball on the ground. What does that do for you? Well, I agree. Uh, look, you got to play to your strengths right now. Your strengths is letting Carson Wentz throw the football. And you got to go get the bully and 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 hit them early with McLaurin, hit him with Dotson, hit him with Gibson as a pass catcher out of the backfield. We love the way they're utilizing Curtis Samuel right now. They're doing it in a variety of ways. You got to go hit him with your best right away and tell them, "Hey, we're here, man. We are here. We don't care about how many busloads of people you brought into our building." Okay, I mean that. How do you eventually keep those busloads out of your building? Playing better football, winning football games, and you got to go win the football game, because as Ken Beatrice, the legend, used to say, and he's spot on in, on this particular point: more games are lost than they are won. You got to go win the game against Philadelphia. Okay? No. Ab- yeah, absolutely. And I just looked up the the two game defensive stats. Did Detroit run the? run up the ball on them in that fourth quarter game, their stats aren't that great. No, I mean, look, Washington just couldn't stop them I mean, de- at I any mean, de- time when it was critical. They, no, had, meant- they had the big 58-yard fly sweep. Right. Is that what you're talking about? Or No, I was talking about the Eagles. Didn't the Eagles uh, oh, have Oh, the Eagles, yeah. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the Commanders. I, well, uh, I would have to go back and double-check. I, I think... I think the Eagles ran for, I want to say, like 120-130 in that game, but I would have to double-check. I mean, the, yeah, I I mean the Eagles can run. Like, Jalen Hurts had, like, 90 rushing yards in that game because they were blitzing the crap out of him early on playing man, and he was just running around. And he was just running all over the place on them. Yeah, it's just the Eagles' defense is rated a lot lower than I thought they would be, and I was like, man, did Detroit really run up in the fourth quarter on them that much? Well, I mean, they got—I mean, they got a couple of drives and put up some points. So some of that is hidden yardage, as we like to say. So, yeah. I mean, the question is—the question is—and I, and I thought Chris brought it up earlier. I mean, look, Fletcher Cox has played all right. At some point, you know, Hassan Reddick's going to get it cranked up, and you got to be ready for that this week. Uh, especially with the changes that they're going to have on their offensive line. So I'm just saying that's a that's a key uh, for me coming up this week is at some point, you know, Reddick's going to get it tuned up and you got to be ready for that because, look, for Washington to win, they got to throw. And if Reddick and Cox and that defense get their wins, then Washington can't win this game.
sort of simple fact of life. 301-230-0980. More of your calls next. Plus, we're about 25 minutes away from Chris's Dumb Dumb of the Day. It's all a part of the final hour each and every day right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Got a couple more calls to get to, and I apologize. When we got all eight phone lines lit up like we had there, unfortunately, this 15-minute clock just buries you all and bangs you all out, and we apologize for that. That's out of that's that's out of mine and Chris's hands. I got a lot of jobs. Fixing phones is not one of them. So. We're doing our best to try and keep it lighthearted, though. You know, I mean, I think we're trying to make it somewhat entertaining even though it's really hard for it to be entertaining let's go to line six jackie's up next what's up jackie hey fellas uh love your show but i'm a first time caller to the show well welcome but- aboard jackie do we have a special <laughs> oh well wait 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 jackie hang on one second one second one second. Whoa. Let, let me hear that again <laughs> rick flair <laughs> yeah there you go that ain't your boy Okay, so I think we not addressing the elephant in the room on defense, which is Jack Del Rio. We watched this defense do the same thing last year, and they're doing it again this year. And, I mean, Carson Wentz, I mean, I love Sabaz, but Carson Wentz is an upgrade from um, Taylor Heineke. I like Taylor, but Carson Wentz can get the ball downfield, which he couldn't do. But he also has to limit – his mistakes, like the interceptions, we can't have that against Philly. We need the defense to give us 60 minutes of smash mouth, hit him in the face football in order to win this game. Because if we go in there and play like we played against Detroit, we're going to be down more than 22 to zero at halftime. So that's just my take. I think it's time for Jack Del Rio to move on. 
We need somebody who can get in here and put the defense where they need to be because they show signs that they can be a good defense, not great, but a good defense. And I just want us to do well, and I just don't think we're going to do that on defense for Jack Del Rio. Thanks for taking my call, fellas. Keep doing a great job. Jackie, appreciate it. Thanks, Jackie. Did Jackie just say we can't have those turnovers against the Eagles or we're going to lose, right? Didn't we try to say that on social media, and a lot yeah, of people took we, offense to that? Yeah, got ambushed. Okay, I mean you were. I mean you're just put, saying that's probably the story for at nine point nine out of ten football games, NFL, college, high school. You turn the ball over more. Sure, I, I mean Carson Wentz cannot have two turnovers. I'm sorry, cannot have two interceptions per game. Whether it's his fault, not his fault. What I mean, you can't live in that district. In that high rent district, right? Because even though they are capable of overcoming that at times, we here's one thing that we've mentioned, Pete, but I don't know if we've hammered. This is by far the best defense that they're going against. And you love, uh, what's his name, Dan Quinn in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And even though Dallas doesn't have the offensive firepower, we sure as hell know Micah Parsons is coming uh, to play next yep. Sunday, right? And so could Trayvon Diggs. And so could, and we can go down the Demarcus Lawrence and so on and so forth. These are the two best defenses, and, and we'll just isolate it to this Sunday. This is the best damn defense that he has seen so far through, uh, you know, two games. I mean, Detroit's better. It ain't that good. Trust me. They were missing one of their starting corners, one of their starting safeties. Uh, I mean, they're, they're you think, um, you think we have some issues at linebacker? They are spotty. Uh, that Malcolm Rodriguez guy, they love, but, I mean, he's still a rookie. Still an undrafted rookie. 301 Well, we've got some time for you if you want to get back, for those of you that got chopped by the 15-minute man. Two other things I want to get to real quick before we get to the trending in the dum-dum of the day. Kenny Galladay, Big Blue, off to a great start, right? Everything's great there in New York. They're, they're happy. You know I mean? Hell, the Jets and Giants both won. Uh, last week, I think my guy Marker and A tweeted something out that it's like the first time since like 2009, I think, that the Jets, the Giants, the Mets, and the Yankees all won in the same day. So it was a it was a great weekend in New York. Brian Dables come in. He's got the team two and zero. They're feeling great about themselves, except one of their players is not really happy. Accepted the role. I mean, do you accept this? I mean, you, I mean I really didn't, you know, have a choice. Uh, like I said, I don't agree with it. Kenny, Bottom do line is, earned, do you think you've earned? If you're on the field every day and other people aren't, do you think you should be earning more playing time because you're putting the time in and out there? I should be playing regardless. Bottom line, if you are not, if you are not going to play. Do you want to be here? If you are not, if this is going to be your playing time. Uh, we're we, we not going to get into all that right now. Uh, but we're going into week three. We're going to see how it go. It's a lot of a lot of football left. Kenny Galladay on the lack of playing time coming to him for Big Blue right now. Chris always been a talented guy, mm-hmm. always been an injured guy for the most part. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, it's just never clicked for a reasonable length of time for Kenny Galladay. And right now, you would think everything's going great there in New York. They're two and zero. They're feeling good about their new coach, new system, new uh, management, and and Kenny searching for playing time right now. I, I mean, listen, we, we kind of touched on this yesterday. He and Canarius Tony have been two massive, massive busts, and now they are leftovers of the Dave Gettleman era. 
and I, I defended Dave at times for not being as horrific as others thought he was. I'm not saying he was good. Not being as yeah, horrific I what you're saying. As, as others thought. Mm-hmm. But, Pete, I, you know, I mean, I remember when he was a free agent, when Galladay was a free agent, we, we discussed him, right? Because this was before they obviously spent money on Curtis Samuel. And we know what the rhetoric was about Curtis Samuel over his first year plus year, which was, oh, he can't stay healthy, can't get on the field, he's a bust, he's this, he's that. And all of that was probably right. Maybe it was unfair, but all of this was probably right. But Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay, let me try and say that in English, um, I mean, he has two catches for 22 yards. I'm trying to find his snap count. Uh, I'll get it for you in a sec. But he has two catches for 22 yards in two games, right? And Kadarius Toney, the number or first round pick, not number one, I want to be clear. I think it was number 20, number 21 last year, who they were trying to trade over the offseason. Kadarius Toney has uh, two catches for no yards, no net yards. Think about that. And the Giants are 2-0. and Now, to me, I don't know about you, this seems to be more like Dable and Shane come in there, right? Hey, fellas, here's how we do it in Buffalo, okay? You might have noticed that we were pretty damn successful. Gabriel Davis, obviously Steph Diggs. If you're not running routes like Steph Diggs, if you're not running an inside slot route with shake like Isaiah McKenzie, if you're not running routes like Gabriel Davis did and catching rocks like Gabriel Davis did in Kansas City in the playoffs, the hell with you. Yeah. We don't care how much money you're making. We're going to get rid of you. And I, I don't know enough about the situation. I haven't talked to anybody there. But, I mean, the evidence is as clear as day. Like, we're 2-0 and without you, boys. We didn't pick you. We didn't draft you. We didn't pay you. We're stuck with you for now. So either figure it out or you'll be figuring it out somewhere else. Let's go to Tony in D.C. What's up, Tony? Hey, fellas. Good morning. What's morning. up, Tony? Um, I, I, I was listening to y'all call earlier when y'all were saying a busloads of Philly fans coming down here. And that's a damn shame because they're going to come down here and try to punk us in our own house, and we can't have that. So we we need to be on all cylinders and, like you say, you know, bust them dead in the mouth, not at 140, 1 o'clock. Matter of fact, off the top, just bust them right in the face. Uh, my brother is a big Philly fan, and he's going to the game with his Philly jersey and everything, and he's talking trash to me already saying how much they're going to just stomp a mud hole in us because – we lose to them like that now. The Giant fans already been doing it, and Lord knows the Dallas fans been doing it to us for years. So it's going to start a trip, man. We just need to stop, stop it, the bleeding before it even starts. And two, if it gets that bad, won't Ron Rivera start um, calling the defensive plays? What do y'all think about that? It can't be any way. Hey, look, Tony, you appreciate the call. Look, you're the head coach. You're You're ultimately responsible for the product you put out there. If your staff is not doing the job and you've already pulled, look, you've already gone, you found one scapegoat mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. on the defensive side in Sam Mills. Okay. Mm-hmm. You already found one scapegoat. Things still haven't improved. And at some point, if you're the head coach and general manager, as Ron is, you got to take some responsibility. Maybe you do have to do it yourself. Well, let me ask you this. And this theory has been thrown around. So not anything novel. Is Ron keeping Jack in place? 
to essentially sh- serve as a shield. And, and and therefore, if you're Ron and you take over the play calling, then you, now you're further riddled with bullets mm-hmm. than you already sort of are. Understand. Uh, Does that, I, that make sense, right? Yeah. I'm just I, asking now, it that way. If they made a move on Jack, mm-hmm. my my gut tells me they would they would make Chris Harris the DC because Chris has had a couple of defensive yep. coordinator interviews. Yep. Uh, and they would probably go that route because it, it still allows Ron to play the CEO role yeah. uh, as head coach right uh, now. Let me stop you right there, though, because I pointed this out when fans pointed, you know, uh, again, we're talking about Chris Harris. Uh, has Chris Harris's unit played well enough to justify that faith? Chris Harris is going along with what the defensive coordinator is asking them to do. Chris might have different ideas. He, might, he very well might. He might You're have right. different ideas that would help those guys play better, and maybe maybe the defensive coordinator is just not open to new things. Remember, it's worked out that way with both Tommy Shepard under Ernie Grunfeld in Washington, and some people say the Wizards are no better with Tommy than they were with Ernie. I think that's a I think, we'll I, think fi- that's a- I think this year is an important okay, year in fair. deciding that. It's too early on Tommy to decide that, but I think this particular year with the moves that's they fair. made, which I thought were sound, the question is, are they enough to compete with the elite in the East? And that's obviously a, a humongous question. I think they are better with Tommy than Ernie Grunfeld, but Tommy was Ernie's longtime assistant, right? So a lot of people thought, hey, this guy isn't going to pan out. And what have we talked about several times since we started doing this show with the Capitals? Brian McClellan uh, was under George McPhee, who had a lot of success, but couldn't figure out the goaltending and couldn't figure out the defense. Well, McClellan found out, had the goaltender and in, in, uh, enough the goaltending situation enough and strongly improved the defense now it took them a couple of years to climb that mountain but again my point being is and to your point when you're an assistant gm or an assistant coach you don't always get to do what you want to do now i don't know if that's the case but you don't always get to do what you want to do let's go to bobby bobby's got a different perspective here what's up bobby that's it. You got me now. I'm live. We got you, Bob. Okay, listen. I've been listening to you guys. I'm like a double agent. Um, they don't give the commanders a chance up here. Uh, they think Carson Wentz is Jesus Christ, so the world has come to an end. The Lord has arrived. He's back. And um, there's nothing he can do wrong, and they're just going to waltz right through the NFC East to the Super Bowl. Wait, wait where, are you, to, where are you talking? Are you ta- you're in Philadelphia? I'm Philadelphia area. I'm in Ocean City, New Jersey. Right. Okay, is, so so when you're saying you're, when you're saying that they're going to walk on water and whatever, you're not talking about Carson Wentz. You're talking about the Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah, right, right. Okay, I, mean, I just, I, I, I just yeah, wanted I to make I sure. I, I just want to make sure we were understanding. Okay. Yeah, they're they're calling up like, I mean, he did he did have a couple good games, but they're comparing him to the quarterback from Buffalo now. Yeah, they're like he's just as good. It's ridiculous. And they, they're so carried away up here, it's ridiculous. I mean, what, two wins? You think they were uh, knocking on the door of the Super Bowl? It's the same type of mentality that says Matt Ryan is done after a game and a half, you know, or, or a, a poor game and a half, uh, missing his two top receivers. Like, I mean, fans, we, we all have to understand this. Like, sometimes media is irrational. Fans, the, the media is being irrational, though. 
Well, the media is often irrational. But uh, but what I'm saying is if the media is irrational often, the fans are complete. I mean, by and large, 98% are beyond absurd irrational in a lot of cases. Good and bad. You know, good and bad. And that means, again, putting the gold jacket on Jalen Hurts after two good games. Please, can we stop? Same thing around here with Carson Wentz. Can we can we play a good defense first? Yeah, when in doubt, just say the gold jacket is for seven or for uh, century twenty one. You're going to be able to go there instead of uh, going to the Hall of Fame. Bobby, appreciate the call. Well, maybe that's where you wind up if you're not good enough that's, to get that's the exa- That's yeah, exactly right. right. You end up selling real estate right. somewhere. Uh, I forgot about the century twenty one gold jacket. Real quick, just want to just want to hit on on the Ime Adoka thing. Uh, um, be, before you before you start that, can I just give you a real quickly just to finish up the Kenny Galladay mm-hmm. snap count forty two uh, forty six. 46 total snaps week one against um, Tennessee. Uh, against Tennessee, two last week. Well, Dable, Dable sent in a message. Right. And Kadarius Toney had seven in week one in the road win against Tennessee and all the way up to 28 in week two. So as Kenny Galladay went way down, Kadarius Toney went – not way, way up, not exactly, but, significantly but he over went week significantly one. up, just just to finish yeah. off that part of the conversation. Um, look, here's the, here's the only thing. I, I, I understand why the M.A. Adoka thing is news. Mm-hmm. Why are we not talking about, why is, why is everybody avoiding it? And, and maybe, maybe this is, again, an NFL thing. The NFL is just protected from everything because – why aren't we giving more credence to this Brett Favre story in Mississippi where he and the governor conspired to essentially uh, deviate funds uh, to a project to build a new volleyball place, uh, you know, for his daughter's school? Yeah. I mean, why Why is that just kind of getting swept under the rug, remember, so to Remember speak? when, uh, and you might not remember this as much as I do because I grew up in it, when John Gotti was named Teflon Don? You know, like Don is, you know, a nickname for the Godfather. Yeah, you know, I, whatever. I try not to piss off mobsters, right. so, so but, I, but I he, tend to that stay was away. His, I keep my distance. But that was his nickname, the Teflon Don, right? That's what the Post and the Daily News, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, because he would always find a way to get out of un, until the, the FBI did different things and so on and so forth, just shortening this up. The NFL is the Teflon Don. Sure, they get criticized a lot, but ultimately the ratings – are enormous the money is ridiculous and absurd the power and the control and the ego i like to me the not that the nfl is above reproach again they get criticized all the time but they are not they're like whatever happens in the nfl for the most part is shielded by the shield because the shield is so damn powerful and so strong. And like like people say, well, why is Dan Snyder not being forced to sell? Uh, well, because Jerry Jones protects him at all costs. And Jerry Jones has more power than anybody on planet Earth should ever have. Okay? And, and, and so when we look at other sports, Sarver being, again, he wasn't forced out, but, he, I mean, he was pushed out. Right. And now this Emi Adoka situation, Pete, I don't know. I don't know. Like the eye test here doesn't match up. Like 
if he was just bopping, you know, some front office personnel person or support staff person, secretary, whatever, that doesn't match well, up. Okay. That doesn't match up let with me, a year-long suspension. Let me give you a little suspension. information. Um, the, the, the handle, I Be The Gambler, which has 155,000 followers. I Be The Gambler? Yes. Okay. I Be The Gambler. Is it a legitimate... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. A blue check mark, whatever. Or? Uh, no blue check mark. Okay, but he's de- well. He's got like an electric plug right next to it where the blue check mark would be. I don't know yeah. what that stands for, but he's got one hundred fifty-five thousand followers. Okay. okay, he's put two and two together here. One of the front office people uh, has erased their all their social media. The team services manager, and according to uh, one thing, apparently it was not just one but potentially two staff members, and. One, allegedly, was actually married to a senior vice president in the organization. Oh. So just some just some food for thought to keep an eye out for as Shams and Woj run down those leads that could potentially be uh, coming out. So Interesting. I mean, look. I, 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 I mean, look, if, here's well, the thing. Let me ask you this. If you're Brad Stevens, and uh, I forgot the owner's name out there, uh, what do you do in that case, right? I mean, you you got your head coach who took you to the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. team that was not expected to be there, and yet he's running around and he can't keep his, uh, you know, thing in his pants, and he's, you know, well, you sharing make, it mean, with everyone. <laughs> I mean, you 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 make difficult decisions. Good. What are we talking about? Quarterbacks. It's about good decision making. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this um, was not. The, here's the problem. When you're the when you're the head coach of an NBA team, everybody knows who you are. Everybody sees you. Everybody knows who you are. And that's that you gotta be careful with what you're doing. You just gotta be careful uh in that situation. So um and apparently he's married to Nia Long. Go Google her. Uh if you haven't, and you probably ask yourself, what are you doing, MA? Is it really is it really is it really that important? I mean, Nia Long, the actress, Shane. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there you go. I'm gonna go check. Oh yeah, partner. Yeah. yeah. Amy so, Adoka. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just gonna, saying. I'm gonna do some advance work during the break. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, just like Tom. Tom somehow has issues with Giselle Bunchen. Bunchen. You know, why the hell would I want some dude to stick his Rydell in my sternum when I could go home and stick my Rydell in her sternum? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know, that might be one of the greatest lines I've ever uttered in my entire life, in my in my historical uh, thirty-plus year radio career. Now, right now, the big good. fella is going to tell us what's trending. I honestly don't know how to follow that up. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, Wes Schweitzer was back at practice yesterday. Yay! Likely starting center this week with Chase Roulier, of course, on IR. He missed all of last week, including the Detroit loss. Cam Curl was full go. Jonathan Allen was as well, waiting for some injury updates as the team, again, just starting practice as they get ready for the Philadelphia Eagles at 2-0 Sunday at 1 o'clock FedEx Field. Uh, Our game day coverage begins at 9 a.m. And, of course, on the way home as you're piling out of FedEx Field, we will have you covered with all of your calls and reaction, win or lose. So we were just talking about Imi Adoka, the Boston Celtics coach, NBA Finals in year one, now facing a potential suspension of the entire year, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, for uh, several apparent transgressions. And Phoenix Suns and Mercury owner Robert Sarver 
announcing that he has started the process to sell both franchises after he was suspended by the NBA for a year and fined $10 million. And that's what's trending. Final segment of the big program. By the way, Sabah going to a good college football game this weekend. Notre Dame, North Carolina. Is she really? She's going to be there. So Notre Dame's down in uh, Tariola country. Correct. Huh? How about With that? no offense. With no I mean, offense. They were very, as we discussed yesterday with Joe Miller, excellent conversation. If you love college football, we did it from 11 until about 11.25. You can catch it on the Russell and Medhurst podcast. At the team980.com. Doc and Linnell are up next with Burgundy yeah. and Gold today. Right now, yeah. the big fella tells us what's trending. Or tells us who's trending. Well, we're, we're trending. Right. We're dum dumbing. I mean, you know, I, I just committed an error. My fault. It's okay. It's all I, right. I, I, I'm going to point at my picture and say, my fault. That's me. It's all so, me. I mean, you're, take, you're taking blame, just like Carson Wentz I, did for the interception. I'm taking accountability. People like when people take accountability. I'm taking accountability. Uh, speaking of taking accountability, uh, this dumb dumb of the day, uh, because I didn't have a good one, came uh, once again from producer extraordinaire, the great Matt Essig. Can we just start calling everybody the great now uh, as a bit, being that Kevin Sheehan hated Except it? Kevin Sheehan didn't yeah. want to be called the exactly. great Kevin Sheehan. Yes. The boss was listening because he, he says, oh, it's the great Chris Russell when I walked out right after that interview. Anyway, uh Dateline, Salem, Massachusetts. A man will be sentenced to 18 months in probation. Why? Because he pleaded guilty to vandalizing the infamous or famous bewitched statue in Salem, Massachusetts by dousing the tourist attraction in wide open space with a can of red paint over the suburb. So imagine being... This much of a dum-dum that you said, you know what? I don't like that statue. Um, you know, I'm going to go deface it. And I'm going to pour a can of red paint over a infamous statue or a statue or a famous statue that everyone kind of knows right out in the middle of some public square. Well, this 32-year-old man thought, eh, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, he was originally sentenced to one year in jail, but the district court judge then suspended the sentence on conditions that he repay the cost for repairing the damage uh, inflicted on the statue. Uh, of course, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, the uh, the statue depicts uh, actor Elizabeth Montgomery as the lead actor, uh, I should say as the lead character in Samantha Stevens' 1960s sitcom, uh, which sat on a broomstick in front of a crescent moon. I didn't know anything about this, to be honest with you. Uh, I I'm just going to say that the man uh, was also charged with disorderly conduct, Pete, uh, and that'll be dismissed. And Here's the one thing that I will say. We do not punish people enough for being idiots in this country. Again, they're going to suspend his sentence and term, and we're going to dismiss charges and whatever. This is why Dub Dubs keep doing things. <laughs> Congratulations. You're Chris's Dum Dum of the day. Should be a different count of a different type of sentencing for right. those that commit these acts. If of, you're an uh, idiot, dum -dum. you should get 
thrown in jail for 10 years, right? Um, well, uh, 10 years is a little harsh. <laughs> I mean, right now we got people that got child porn collections that are getting like 180 uh, days. That's true. I mean, that, that's got to be a little stronger there. Um, let, let's start there. We got to protect our that's kids fair. out there on a daily basis. I'll bet Rosecroft tonight, 7.15 for post time. We got 13 good ones. Had a good crowd out there the other night. If it's not raining, I'll be out on the uh, track apron announcing like I was uh, the other night, so stop on by and say hi. Doc and Linnell are up next. It's Burgundy and Gold today right here on the Team 980. And streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.